Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Feel free to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anthony Totri, joined on this, this tired Tuesday by Shane Diefenbach, Sean DePaz. Gentlemen, happy Tuesday. That it was a tired Tuesday. Yeah, Can it I is be happy and tired Tuesday. at the same time? Yeah. Yeah, of course. You can be tired and happy. I suppose that's true. Are well, you I feel like the only one intersection. of the two? Um, no, I guess I'm both. I'm just too tired to think about. I don't even know why I'm tired, to be honest with you. I'm just tired. Like, I don't have any excuses. It is what it is, man. Sometimes it just be that way, okay? Sometimes it's just like that. Um, let's get into it. And we're not going to talk a whole lot of college football right at the start because there's some other big news to talk about today, and it has to do with the ASU men's basketball team. We finally got the non-conference schedule released early this morning. Um uh, so we'll just go kind of one by one. Some of these teams, nothing really jumps out. Mid as hell. It's yeah. better than last year's non-conference. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, they're playing San Diego, San Francisco, and Creighton again. This year they get VCU and then Michigan or Pitt, which is better than, what, Syracuse and Michigan State that they played last year? Who did they play last year? Or Baylor. Uh, I guess it's not yeah. better than that. But it's, I think it's comparable. <laughs> I think it's comparable. They get an HBCU, which I think is cool. Um, hopefully that one doesn't get canceled this year um, because it did last year um, yeah. against FM, FAMU and then this year they play Grambling State. I think it's I think I don't think it's a bad non-conference schedule. They get NAU. Um, I think we've just been spoiled in the past five years before last year with the Kansas home and away series, um, and we're waiting on Kentucky in what twenty twenty eight. So <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a minute. I don't know. I'm what, here for is the it? Alcorn State game. Yeah, are you? Yeah. Two ASUs? Alcorn Alcorn guy. Oh, that's going to make it real tough on uh, DraftKings trying to pick the right ASU. Um, I'm curious out of, like, Shane, you bring up a good point about getting spoiled with the home-and-home with Kansas. Is that, like, getting spoiled, or is that just, like, I feel like the program doing a good job of scheduling versus what they've done now, and we've just got a bunch of, like, games where you're like oh okay like some of these are intriguing others like nobody's gonna want to go to a lot of these games yeah but these schedules are set so far before yeah. like 
I don't know. I feel like it comes at the right time, though. Like this, this would be great if you can go into conference play with one or two losses. Like I would love that. Uh, so yeah. I'm fine with it. I mean, as I said in the past, we've had some great games. We don't need them. We don't need them because the, the conference is pretty damn good. So we will yeah, we'll, we'll see how how it goes. I'm just I just want to watch basketball, man. Yeah, I mean, if they can beat VCU and or Michigan loses to Pitt, like they'll get to play Michigan, which is a pretty damn big opponent. Like that, I think yeah. that's exciting, and it's in Brooklyn, which I think it's always cool when a school like ASU can get con- exposure on the East Coast. On yeah, not in the East Bahamas Coast this console. time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then yeah, I mean, they get to play Creighton again. That was obviously a, a good game last year. Um, hopefully, get revenge on San Francisco. So, yeah, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That was Forget not a foul. That. It just wasn't a foul. Oh, I'm and so mad. Oh, I the forgot last that regular happened. season game. The it was out of my mind completely, game. and I remembered about the <laughs> foul. You guys, I, I, my day is ruined. I'm, I'm gonna find out who that ref wow. is, and I'm gonna contact him and say some, say some words. But, but, but I'm gonna be nice. I'm going to write him a strongly worded email. Yeah. Give him a piece of my mind. You sound like oh, a Karen. Dude, that shit. <laughs> that done hurt it when that happened. I can't believe that. But this team I'm is excited better, for the, right? the Texas Southern game, so I get a reason to listen to TSU by Drake on repeat. Yeah. This team is better, stay... though, right? This team is definitely we, better. We can, yes. expect, we can expect this team. Like, what are the expectations with this non-conference schedule? Shane, you said you'd love for him to go in with one, two losses. Like, is this a team that realistically could go undefeated or one one loss in non-conference? Uh, not realistically, no. Uh, I would love that, but I mean, you like Creighton, San Diego, or Creighton, not not San Diego, Creighton, San Francisco. I don't know about SMU this year, and then Michigan or Pitt. Like those are four games you could easily easily lose. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not saying you should, and VCU. Like not saying you should, but you could. Um, expectation probably come out of it let's see three six i'm counting hold on six nine eleven probably eight and three is my expectation i would say yeah that's like what i'm hoping for at the at the very least if you can go nine and two or ten and one great but eight and three would make me happy what do you yeah i mean i think that there's only one game that they should lose and that's if they end up playing michigan yeah. Otherwise, I think any of the other games, they they not necessarily should win, but definitely could. They're winnable. Like it, it, They're winnable, a winnable games. game for sure. Um, obviously, you know, San, San Francisco was what it was last year. VCU is VCU, but it's still an A-10 school. I don't think you should be losing to non-Power 5 schools if you're ASU. Um, so I think I'm kind of right there with Shane that the expectation is probably around 8-3, and three, but – I, I say that publicly, but really in my heart, my expectation is 10 and one. Like I, I think they should win every single game except for if they end up running into Michigan. If they don't, that's either because they lost to VCU and then, you know, they still get that one loss anyways, or Michigan lost to Pitt and then they could go undefeated in the yeah. conference play and beat Pitt. Yeah, I think my expectations really dwell on the fact of are the biggest glaring factor and it's it's Marcus Bagley's health. Yeah. If he is hundred percent and he's looked like he has, they should win ten games. They should, because yeah. um, he is an all Pac-12 player. Like one hundred percent, he is an all Pac-12 player. 
I it, and and obviously injuries aren't something that just happens once. Like they nag, and his injuries have been nagging. And hopefully he is completely healthy. And if he is, this team can be dominant. It also depends on what you get from Frankie Collins. Oh my yeah. God, I didn't even think about that. I didn't yeah, even that. think about the fact that he could be playing his former school. Oh wow, I didn't think about that either. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. that's a great point. <laughs> wow, he's gonna be on a revenge tour for that game. Oh my yeah, god, he's forty. Dude, they need the, to beat VCU, and and Michigan needs to beat Pitt. I wish it was in what do they call it? No, the big house is the football stadium. Do they call anything? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I know so. of. But it's going to be at the Barclays Center, which is cool. I guess. Yeah. If it, but if it was in Michigan, <laughs> he would yeah. get heckled. Yeah. 100%. Oh, that's going to be fun. That's exciting. I really hope they play him. That'd be great. Yeah. You bring up a good point with Bagley's health. Um, obviously, that was a big part of last year's team and their that issues. That was last year's team. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> but you look at like when he was out for the majority of the season, there were guys like DJ Horn, Marion Jackson, etc. that needed to just pick it up, and they simply didn't. Do you feel like this year's supporting cast, because, I mean, in, in reality, that's what they are to, Mar- to, to Marcus Bagley. Like, is this supporting cast capable of, of being better than last year's supporting cast if Bagley does go down, knock on wood. I think so. I mean, I think I think I think Frankie is better than any player that was on the team last year. Really? Um, I think he has. I think he has the potential to be. I mean, I, I, I walk it back a little bit. I mean, yeah. And that's based off of, you know, the very little that we've seen of him. But I mean, you don't luck into being the kind of recruit that he was yeah. as, coming out of high school. Um, I think like there's a lot of pieces left over from last year that are only going to be better this year, presumably. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, who who are you losing? Obviously, Jalen Graham, which was a pretty big part of that team, Jay but Heath. I think Jay Heath, yeah, which Marian. is like an emotional, big emotional part of that team, and then Marion, who was there for half of a season. Um, yeah, yeah, and Kamani. Uh, and Kamani, that's true. Yeah. Well, th- this is what I will say though. Last year it was Kamani and a bunch of new guys. Essentially, yeah, yeah. Um, and this year, you're getting at least five or six guys that played good minutes back, which is, I mean, it's not it's not something a normal team would be like. Yeah, you're getting five or six guys back, but a team like this needs it. I mean, yeah. DJ Horn and Luther Muhammad. DJ Horn is only a junior, guys. <laughs> He's yeah. only a junior. You're getting DJ Horn and Luther Muhammad for a second season, who presumably w- will get a ton of minutes. Um, Marcus Bagley's off, obviously been around these guys. Alonzo Gaffney is going into his senior year. Jemiah Neal only in his sophomore year. Like, you're getting five guys back that got a ton of playing time last year. And if Enoch can make that second step that me and Sean so think he can, uh, <laughs> it, it's going to get scary. And I, and, and I know we say that as a joke, but raw talent as this almost seven-footer can be yeah. so scary. And if he can catch the damn ball and finish around the rim, the defense is there. The offense just needs to come. Uh, he yeah. would be a great backup to Warren Washington. He would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah I forgot uh, about Warren Washington too. Like, yeah, you got a true seven footer now, Warren. We didn't even yeah. talk about the Cambridge brothers too. Well, so. Cambridge brothers, I think, is the biggest one. I don't think that's something you can forget because you know Devin averaging seventeen and a half points is, or nineteen was it at Nevada? Like, yeah. uh, somewhere in between there. Yeah. No, I mean, like I have said from the get after they got eliminated, this should be a team that gets a, a, a buy in the Pac-12 tournament. Like when you look at yeah the pieces of this team. Like, I think the biggest concern is who is going to do it. Like, I mean, they're, they're like that too many cooks in the kitchen conversation. Cause I mean, if DJ is, is as good as he was for the first half of last season and he's consistent throughout the season, he could be the best player on this team. Like, or for just the first round of that PAC 12 tournament. 
Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, he could be one of the best players on this team. Well, and then obviously Frankie Warren, all these guys, Bradley, obviously. Well, if you guys remember at the start of last season when Marcus was quote unquote healthy playing, um, he didn't look like an X factor by any means. Um, he was like a spot up guy. It was really weird the way they were using him. Uh, this year, he better better create more. And you're talking about too many cooks. I don't think this team is going to be built like that. Um, I think they saw how awful it was last year at some points when yeah. you're playing AAU basketball in a in a Power 5 conference and you're going one-on-one. I don't think that's going to work. So I think Bagley is going to get pushed to more of a three. He had to be a four last year. Um, now you have Gaffney and Washington who could definitely start at the four and five. Which I would you love. Could, yeah, which yeah. would be great. Yeah, but I don't know how feasible it is. I mean, you yeah. put at worst Bagley's a stretch four, and you have an actual true five, which would be fine because he can be a combo four. He can stretch the floor. He can be a point four. Um, but we just don't we don't know yet, and that's probably the most exciting thing. I know people hate when I say that. that not knowing mean, is fun, but it really is. <laughs> you mean Gaffney can't be a stretch four? Gaffney can definitely be a stretch four shooter. Shooter. But I want Gaffney to run the point. I'm we just saying, I don't think time. it's going to be very. We haven't talked about Austin Nunez either. Yeah, well, that's, what the, that's the thing. I, I changed the set. There's so many unknowns, and that what's make, yeah. that makes this team so exciting. Like, yeah, there's just there's like I think there's like five different guys on this team who could be like if you told me at the end of the season they're like they're an all Pac-12 player, I'd be like, oh yeah, like that. I could I could see that path happening. Like I think, like I said, DJ could end up being the best player on this team. Obviously, Bagley. Um, I Neal's going to surprise some people. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Frankie, like, I think oh, he can you, be amazing. You know what I think. I think Devin Cambridge is going to is gonna come out of nowhere. I mean, yeah. averaging, like, four points or whatever last year. The bounce on that guy, this team thrives from athleticism. They thrive from running the floor. And I hope, I hope and pray to God that Bobby in practice in the first couple days of, of training camp when they're actually getting going, like, for real, getting ready for the season, he sees how lethal – the transition game can be with this team because we thought last year was athletic. My good God, this team is unbelievably freakishly athletic, especially being able to run the floor. Warren Washington can run the floor as a big, like everyone's seen the highlights of Devin at, or De- yeah, Devin at Auburn. It's insane. The man yeah. can jump out of the gym, the, giving that juice to the rest of the team on a consistent basis. I mean, even if he averages eight points a game, that could be four dunks. I don't care. Give me I all think- of it. I think ASU, I don't know who, but I think at the end of the year, ASU has the most improved player of the Pac-12. I think there's so many guys on this team that could end up taking that award and take huge steps forward. Who is it? If you had to give it right now. Oh, most improved? Most improved. Um, Put you on the hot seat. Jemaya Neal. I mean, it could be Jemaya Neal. I think think it's DJ. I think DJ, because I feel like he's a guy that not a lot of people... Like whose name is not really out there as much as maybe it should be. I don't know. But and then obviously, like you said, half his season, like the second half of his regular season was kind of brutal last year. Uh, um, so if he could stay consistent, I think he could win that award. Oh, turn it up. Lindsay's going to Dutch Bros before she goes into the office. Sean, are you going to the office? Taking later? orders. Yeah. No, taking uh, orders. Yes, I'm I am going um, as soon as I'm making my debut in a new office after yeah. we're recording this. Um so you talked about DJ. DJ was a front runner to win newcomer of the year last year um, at the start of the season for the first half, obviously. And then things kind of teetered off. This team has a lot of candidates for newcomer of the year. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have a favorite on it? Newcomer of the year. I think it's Frankie. 
Yeah, I think you it's think Frank, Frank? as well. I yeah. think it could be. I, I especially with this, him. I think when you have a team like this, it allows Bobby to just go to his guard roots, and I think exactly. Frankie's going to have an opportunity to shine in, yeah. on this team, especially facilitate especially if you got a guy like Bagley and we just talk, like we talked about the front court if he can facilitate to that front court he can end up being looking like a really good well-rounded yeah Frankie I, I I would love to see Frankie average a double-double give me give me 10 points you talk about guard you I mean obviously Bobby loves his Remy Martins but you know how how what a Remy Martin needs they need a Shannon Evans or they need a an off-ball guy and yeah. Devin I mean he you know my favorite type of basketball player is a bucket getter Devin yeah. Booker is a bucket getter Desmond Cambridge is a bucket getter. Like, turn me up. Newcomer of the year, Desmond Cambridge. I'm here for it, man. I wonder if you can bet on that, like, down the line. Like, can you actually, like, bet on those awards? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, you can can bet on player of the year. Frankie for player of the year. Why not? Why not us? Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. um, And instead of betting on basketball this early – you guys can bet on college football because it's just around the corner. Use promo code PHNX, bet just $5 on college football, and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Guys, I saw a ridiculous stat the other day, and I love these stats, especially with college football coming around the corner, uh, is Hawaii is 11-1 and against the spread to start the season. And their spread, I think, is plus 7 against Vanderbilt. This week? Oh, Fade Vanderbilt. The logo is disgusting. Fade fade (laughs) Vanderbilt. Not even because of the stat, because their logo. Fade them. I feel like anytime I bet on those stats, though, it's like, oh, they lost. It's like, yeah, outlier outlier game inbound. The the Browns are probably going to win their season opener this year because they haven't won a season opener in like 17 years. They've they've tied once and have lost every other one. So, like, they're probably going to win this year because now I know that fact. And who are they playing? I don't know. It's probably like the Lions, and they're still going to lose. Let me look. I think, up. Uh, the Lions might be they, the Lions might be better than the Browns. They might play the Steelers. I would 100 percent expect the Lions to be better than the Browns. I think the Lions especially, are going to be good this year. I think they're going to be solid. They're gritty. That's for they're sure. Playing the, especially... Oh, duh! It's the fucking it's the Baker Mayfield revenge game. The oh, Panthers are yeah. winning that game oh, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, Week One is so gross. Are you kidding me? They're, Broncos yeah. and Seahawks, uh, Browns and uh, Panthers. And, uh, Panthers, Panthers Von Miller the, revenge game in LA. Yeah, dude, it is it is so gross. Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. when OBJ signs with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I mean he's coaching on the sidelines for the entire yeah. year because he yeah. roughed his knee up on turf. Ban yeah. turf. This is my monthly tough. ban, ban turf. turf. Everyone needs to be everyone needs to be State Farm Field. If you want us to play inside, grow your grass outside. Yep. Grow your grass outside. That's my okay. mantra for life. Yeah. Grow your grass outside. That's your mantra for that's your life motto. Yeah. Wow, that's a unique one. Um, Sean, you mentioned you're going to the office for the first time today. So you haven't seen any of the new stuff that Max got hooked up in. No, I, I've seen pictures of it. It looks beautiful. I just can't wait to feel how comfy it is. Those recliners that we got. Oh, my God. Those kids. chairs Those chairs look amazing. Shane, have you been in the office with those chairs? No, but I've seen them, and I'm fired up to sit in them later. My gosh. If you haven't seen them, literally go check it out on social. Uh, and... We are going to, I believe... PD, like, go to PD's Twitter. Yeah. PD has a we're great gonna, picture. We're going to... I can't wait till we're all, like, the shows are live in there so you guys can actually see just everything and how cool the new studios I are. I think that we should go live at, like, 9 a.m. on Monday just to snake the first show in the new studio for everybody. <laughs> Oof. Just saying. Why not? I'm, I'm not opposed, but 
you mentioned 9 a.m. right now and nine nothing before 10 a.m. Like currently to me sounds feasible <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> uh, given my sleep schedule. But excited for everybody to see all of the cool stuff at the new office. Um, our friends at More Furniture hooked it all up. New studio, new furniture, the whole nine yards. If you're interested in checking out Moore's Labor Day sale, visit morefurniture.com. Kind of getting back into college football a little bit, there was some a, a big contract extension. Um, I believe it was released earlier today for college football's – I'm just going to call him the greatest college football coach of all time because that's what he is. Yep, that's, that's um, fair. Urban Meyer. Nick Saban. <laughs> And you're fired. Um, you, wait, pause. Urban, I'm sorry. Pause. You know, John Urban Meyer lived in Johnny's parents' basement. Whoa. Excuse me. He told me that on the on, on the bet show live earlier this week. I think yesterday, or was it no? Maybe. And I was he like assuming that I knew that, and I was like, no. He's like, why do you think I love him so much? I was like, I don't know. I thought it was just a joke. And then he showed me on the stream a a framed photo. Of Urban Meyer signed to Johnny, like addressed to him, congratulating on his on his like one loss senior football season. I was uh, like, what? Uh, I'm so lost. Why was Urban Meyer living in Johnny? I don't know. We have. I, I don't him. think I have. I have. I, I, there's never been anyone more excited to hear the words Urban Meyer's in my basement than yeah, yeah. right now. Because in any other context, that's terrifying. <laughs> I don't think there's a scarier sentence than that, honestly. Uh, but um, getting back to, to Nick Saban. He is the so greatest recruiter of all time, though. Just Urban Meyer? Yes. Okay. Okay, I'll let you have that. Uh, so, yeah, Alabama head coach Nick Saban is receiving an eight-year contract worth nearly $94 million uh, per Brett Shout McCarthy. out to the taxpayers of Arizona or of, <laughs> of Alabama. Yeah. Uh, but, employee. So he's getting $94 million over the next – Eight years. We can agree, I think, that Herm Edwards probably will not be getting a contract extension. We could probably assume that after this season, he will be done at Arizona State. Unless forgetting that the ASU is winning the Rose Bowl this year and oh, yeah. getting a lifetime extension. Okay. Let me let me play. Let, let me let me play. Oh, uh, no. Yep. Let me uh <laughs> no. here. What I don't know if even though this is devil's advocate, I'm kind of adding on to what Sean said. So, what if <laughs> do you think if I'm again total hypothetical? Don't even think this is going to come close to happening. ASU wins the Rose Bowl. Okay, do you think that would be enough to mend the broken hearts of ASU fans? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, yes. Hundred yes. percent. Do you think we're all we're, everyone's firm for Herm after that? Yeah. No. Hundred percent. If Herm, I if Herm that. goes. A, I mean, I hate it too. That, but Herm goes that sentence, the that sentence, that sentence, firm for Herm is the second. That's the second worst sentence behind Urban Myers. Myers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. If you win a Rose Bowl, then like yeah, you're keeping your job. You are you, are your job. you guys back on board? Yes. No. Yes. No. Really? Yes. You're not. Toe Did you win a Rose Bowl? No. Are you kidding me? No. It'd be congratulations. Great for ASU fans. Great for ASU players. But long term, like Herm you know, what also happens. Get, the Rose Bowl has an asterisk next to it because they're getting a bull ban the next year, probably. <laughs> nice. How hurt do you think Eric Gentry would, would be to see <laughs> in the Coliseum? That'd be incredible. The, we, we'd Rose have Bowl. to get him back on the show. Yeah. Thoughts? <laughs> Just what do you think? What do you think? No, man. I don't. Yes, it would be enough. I think for him to keep his job realistically, it's not going to happen. Uh, 
something, and I said this, I said this in Todd's last year um, when he was here because it was kind of a similar thing. Like people expected Todd Graham to be done, especially after the way that season just kind of had went, um, and the players just simply didn't like Todd. So I think a more feasible thing for Herm to keep his job is I think this team needs to finish in the top 25. They need to end the season in the AP top 25 poll. If they don't, then I don't see Herb keeping his job. But I think so that's you don't more think feasible. that winning a Rose Bowl would, would keep his job, but being no, 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 it would, no, 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 oh, no, okay. it would. A Rose Bowl would. I'm you just saying don't think more feasible than more. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think he should keep his job. Period. Regardless, I think if, I, I think, think if they beat Oklahoma State, he keeps his job. What? No, I think I mean assuming they don't go like absolutely like apocalyptic in what if okay what if what if they beat Oklahoma State and finish eight and five again? There's no way. That'd be tough. There's no way Oklahoma beating Oklahoma State doesn't guarantee anything. But if you if you go eight and five, that means you what win two games in conference play, right? I'm doing quick math there. Because if you beat Oklahoma State, like if, that's what I'm saying. If you go that bad in conference play, beating Oklahoma State is not going to do it for you. But if you can beat Oklahoma State and be successful in conference play, then I think I could keep this job. It's like, not going to matter. Even beating, like even beating Oklahoma State is not going to get fans back on board, I don't think. Uh, if it does, it will for a week. It will for a week until they get to conference play and lose to USC and lose a shit game to like Stanford or something. Like It's not going to matter. Like The only thing that is going to keep – Herm around is either a magical Rose Bowl run, which I'm going to chalk that up as as likely as Emory Jones winning the Heisman um, at like plus twenty thousand. Um, the more likable, the the more feasible option is them sneaking into the AP top twenty five at the end of the season. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I would like a bowl game win. Like, I don't yeah. want. I, I'm. An appearance doesn't really do. But it even for a win, anymore. even a win, if, if if it's like the Las Vegas Bowl. Well, like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you could finish top twenty-five and get a bowl victory, that would be huge. And that I can, I will listen to the argument of Herm keeping his job again. I I don't think there's anything that he can do because I think you finish what figure if they do finish in the AP top twenty-five, it's going to be 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. It's not going to be anything above that. Like that's going to be the peak. Herm is not going to get you – I think that needs to be more of the conversation of like where is the ceiling with Herm at the helm? And I think 8-5, and five, maybe 23 in the nation with a bowl game win is literally the peak. And if, if ASU fans and the administration are comfortable with that, then that's totally you fine. Go, you go 8-5, and five, Herm has never fired faster. I mean he's fired faster if they started out 0-4, but – <laughs> like, like eight and five is what pissed Sun Devil fans off for these last yeah. three years, dude. Like, eight and five is definitely not going to cut it. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just so it, it is what it is. What do we kind of getting back to the whole Nick Saban extension? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what would you be willing to pay a new coach, assuming Herm is gone? And I know it kind of depends on the name, but like. What would you be comfortable with, with ASU paying their new head coach, given the fact that a new head coach hasn't really come in and done a whole lot here? That Trisha Ford A&M pack? I mean, if it's, if it's Urban Meyer, 
Dude, Give shut up, shit. Sean. Sean, shut up. <laughs> Listen, I joke about that, and now Urban has gone a stop, little too far stop. off you're, the deep end. You're spotting him. I'm just saying he is. I he's going to open the stream. <laughs> I think he's the greatest recruiter in college football. History. There is no way ASU wouldn't come out of that with 35 more allegations. Oh, well. Oh, but if you won a national championship, is it worth it? Like, no, I don't think yes, so. Yes, it is. Dude, you get the death penalty and the national championship gets voided. I don't think it is. Uh, he hasn't gotten the death. Look, but I mean, look at his history. He hasn't I'm had infractions at other ASU schools. In, he may have that. recruited literal felons, um, <laughs> but he, he, Who does he hasn't it? had any violations. I feel like Urban Meyer being the recruiter he is, he could be like, come hang out in Tempe. He probably would take kids to like bars on mill, which is. <laughs> is that good? Is, I mean, if you're getting a five-star recruit, it might be. There like, are so many rules that it would be broken. Including ones in the legal system with yeah. underage <laughs> drinking, which transitions us into four peaks, right, Toadry? Yeah, I guess so. I don't, I don't expect <laughs> it to go there. But sure, yeah, if you guys want to drink responsibly and legally um, without Urban Meyer... <laughs> <laughs> you could do so the last Wednesday of the month. Can confirm Urban Meyer Peaks. will not be at Four Peaks. No, he's going to be living in Johnny's basement. Um, join us all day at Four hey, Peaks Johnny's on August 30, 31st for good fun, food, and beer. Um, and speaking of the last Wednesday, Wednesday we're going to be announcing our next winner of the Toast of the Month sweepstakes. So you guys should enter to win. You'll get a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, a PHNX annual membership. If you win, so go to phnx.com or click on the link in the show notes. Got to be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. Again, unlike Urban Meyer. Um, while we're on the topic of Urban Meyer, I'm curious to know if, or I guess Foco probably wouldn't have, would they have an Urban Meyer bobblehead? They probably got a not. bunch of bobbleheads. I'm going to go out of the limb so? and say they do not have an Urban Meyer bobblehead. But they, I did. You don't think so? No, I did just get an Instagram ad for Foco. They have some sweet big head bobbleheads, and they had like, I don't know, they got like, oh, it's gone now. Um, what about Urban Meyer? <laughs> what about a double bobblehead? Urban Meyer and his mistress at a bar. Oh, no, let's not do that. Yeah, so no. we're partnering with a leader in sports merchandise <laughs> and collectibles. Foco's got you covered with the best Arizona merchandise. They have officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids, and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs, and quite possibly an Urban Meyer bobblehead. I'm not sure. You're going to have to go on their website and check it out. Head on over to foco.com or click the link below in the description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. Gentlemen, do we have anything else? Is there anything um, else before we get out of here? Did you guys see the Suns jersey revealed this yeah, morning? Yeah, it's hot. I Dude, did that it, video actually. is so cool. Yeah, Cobra Arcade Bar. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah. I don't like the shorts, to be honest with you. What? I, don't like the, I know they're like – I don't like the black part of the shorts. The jerseys are clean. I like the lighter purple. I think it goes crazy. But it's just the shorts a little a little weird for me. But the jersey might have to cop me a D-book one of them. If you've been living under a rock, they're bringing back the 90 Sunburst jerseys. Um, so that's super exciting. Or if, if you've been in Philadelphia, like Anthony Totry. Or Chicago I, just literally flew coast to coast this morning. <laughs> where so. in the world is his Anthony Totry from? <laughs> uh, um, I was hoping that they were making those like they were just going full sunburst like as their jerseys, but this seems like it's more of just an alternate, which yeah, is cool. But I wish they would have just gone full sunburst branding. I think I think I think we'll see the black ones come soon. Do you I, guys? I think- really appreciate. Go ahead, finish yours. Uh, I was gonna say I really appreciate that the NBA is going full like the Pistons are bringing them back. Yep. The, the the 
Grizzly have him back. Like I like that every. I mean, even the, the, the Hornets need. brought back the the pinstripe things. Like I like that everyone's kind of going retro again. The jerseys are are fire as alternates. Some of them would not make great permanent jerseys. They were good for the two thousands when nothing was good. Um, but I like them as alternates. Except hip hop. Hip hop was good in two thousand. Or that is true. Um, in honor of the Suns, um, you know, bringing back those new jerseys, do you guys want to draft the best jerseys, the best sports jerseys tomorrow? Shit, why not? Oh, yeah, we haven't done that. We've done logos. Yeah. We've done logos. We've done logos. Yeah. Yeah. Why, not, uh, why not? Let's do it. Why not us? Why not jerseys? Definitely tune in tomorrow live at 3 p.m. Um, where we'll be doing that, talking ASU football um, and a bunch of other stuff. You guys – if you enjoy the content, give us a follow at phnx underscore Sun Devils across social. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Tochi. You can follow Shane at Shane Deacon. You can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. On the lookout for Urban Meyer, as always. <laughs> oh, my God. As you all should be. Be aware where stop Urban it, is. Stop it. Stop it. We'll see you tomorrow. But for now, peace.